0: podcast i uh, am triforce todd Join me so today is wario will
1: yep it's the indeed the final countdown the end is nine. The shop is closing can't grab your games while well, you still can but well, get the games get the games
0: yeah uh he's excited or
2: you know panicking whatever you want to say well more
1: or less panicking i mean there wasn't anything i want to get per se uh, until f- fomo comes kicks in a little bit later on i don't know <laughs> so it depends it depends
0: okay uh also here is cool kid scott
3: hello i am just kind of wonked out to see all the prices though for the e are so cheap right now For Capcom games, for sure. Capcom. (laughs) But Nintendo,
1: oh, no, no. No,
3: Nintendo games never go down in price. We've learned that. Oh,
1: yes, we did, but but she's
2: Nintendo.
0: They do, but it's rare. Like, let's be fair. They do do occasional sales. Also returning uh, for the first time in a couple weeks is Falcon 5.
4: Hi. I'm so excited for all the things that we're talking about today. (laughs)
1: She's totally
0: lying because the main event is something she literally can't talk about
1: i believe it was beyond her time God. It,
0: it, was, it was beyond her time
4: it's called improv sure <laughs> we'll <We're> just improv <laughs> that's another word
1: for lying or who's lying is it anyway i love that show that
0: was a great show if you wanted to do a who's lying episode of nep i would totally be down for it all right well we do have a fun show for you today full of news and a memorial if you will but first what have we been playing <laughs> All right, Faith. Since you haven't been here in a, in a two weeks, why don't you regale everyone with your gaming exploits of the last two weeks?
4: Okay, so I haven't played all that much, but I've gotten back into my Splatoon era of like being obsessed with the game. Oh, but what sucks is last time I played it. I'm trying to think. Last time I played it, it was like over. Uh, I don't know. It was months ago. We're not gonna go with it. it. Was months ago. And now that i have coming back to it, came back to it, coming back to it, it's not a, not not the correct grammar. Now that I've came back to it, it's like why is it so hard now? Mm. Like these people are so professional, and I'm just like newbie level.
1: <laughs> the Japanese and a whole lot of sweaty gamers out there. Uh-huh. I kid you not. I kid you <laughs> <Yes>. not.
4: <laughs> <laughs> guess, um, guess you shouldn't
0: play the Splatfest next week because like you you're gonna be with the best of the best and us.
4: yeah but you know I'm trying I'm trying and then besides that I've been playing the new infant update on the sims and I'm in love I'm in love but the one thing that frustrates me and I know this has been all over the internet is that literally you have to buy the expansion pack to get a changing table and you like need a changing table
2: Uh, and I'm like that's
4: so weird which yeah you could like mod one for free but you know if you didn't want to use mods you have to buy the expansion pack and I'm like okay and mm. then besides like, that, media. I've been. And then besides that, I've been um, playing some of the Walking Dead VR with the PlayStation VR2, ah. and I've really been enjoying that. Okay, okay, okay. And that's about all I've been playing lately.
0: That's fine. And uh, I, I, I do want to know that Faith is definitely the most VR-ish person of all of us because I. Don't have vr set i don't think any of us have a vr set outside of faith
3: i have a quest 2 but that's it but do you, I mean, yeah. do you use it i use it for beat saber maybe like once a week <laughs> my, my
1: closest uh, experience to vr was the, with the samsung gear with my old phone on like samsung 20 yeah or a previous model one of those models oh yeah.
3: like the a20 yeah
0: yeah 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 well I, i'm just saying that you're gonna be hearing a lot from, from faith on
4: vr and i'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah literally when i got my quest 2 the only reason i got it was to play iron man because ah. otherwise i just wanted the playstation one because i like just got a ps5 i'm like oh my gosh they're releasing a vr headset. i want it and then i was like but wait i can't play iron man so yeah i literally bought it just to play iron man because you know why not
1: <laughs> tony stark's
2: tony stark banger here <laughs>
4: oh yeah definitely
0: nothing wrong with that all right uh scott do you have something you can talk about that's not
3: contained <laughs> under NDA? Other than my Genshin Impact and Tower of Fantasy days. Oh, no, I got you. <laughs> I had to do Tower of Fantasy stuff because I had to go to a press event last week for Tower of Fantasy, oh, which yeah, is now posted yeah. on the website as of today. So if you really want to know what it was about. But I try to keep myself ingrained in a sense that I actually know what the heck they're talking about because I'd hate to go to a press event just being like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I had to get caught up really quick on, like, getting up to where the expansion is now, just so I could actually, you know, understand some of the things they're talking about with the explanation of the area and the history of it and all that. Which, the Grand Sea area looks really cool, and they did add underwater features, but I am very skeptical on how underwater fighting is going to go, because I always feel like underwater fighting always has some uh, gimmicks. I always
0: feel it's kind of washed up.
1: <laughs> ah! <laughs> I mean, underwater fighting combat—it's is it kind of it's definitely a tricky mechanic to nail down. I mean, heck, from Monster Hunter to like Zelda, it's been kind of tricky, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that's
3: majority of it in my gaming, which hasn't been a whole lot, sadly. That's mainly just because this is my maintenance weekend for work, mm-hmm, which means mm-hmm, I got to right, right. update all of our computer systems.
1: Fun, 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 fun. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Fine, be that way. Also, I want
0: to note that the one time I did, I, I can't remember what the game was, but I, I remember doing underwater combat. And, you know, it, it was just kind of overwhelming. You know, it felt like I was drowning. Ah! ah!
2: ah! So...
3: <laughs> Some cases you
1: actually are. <laughs> oh, yeah, like Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. Well,
3: I mean, we,
0: we all know Sonic doesn't like it because he feels watered down. Oh!
2: oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Will, did I burst your <laughs> bubble? <laughs>
0: I can do this all night long, but I won't, even though I really want to. So Will, how about you?
1: Journey has been more or less a lightweight for me. And uh yeah, uh, allow me to go out and vent out a little bit here in Splatoon 2 uh 3. Uh make it five, be yeah, uh, two
2: or three. Uh, yeah, spatoon three, <laughs> splatoon three. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know
1: it's it had two games in the in the same system. I know spatoon three, but <clears throat> Uh yeah, as platoon three players, like me for rank match or casual matches or whatever. Uh <clears throat> use the tank beacons. You think I place those beacons everywhere across the matches for you to just go spawn right in the start and not use my beacons? Like yes. come on, use your tank super jumps and use those tank beacons. <laughs> like how many times have I lost it so much in Tower in control and turf wars? Just <laughs> because you don't use it, that, use my beacons that I place that on the map okay i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool, I'm cool. I'm cool. so but... you've
3: lost more from that or from people not inking
1: turf <laughs> <laughs> from not inking turf, but like the, the, <laughs> like that's the thing we're going to do with splatoon 3 like you, sometimes you can have the greatest of, of matches like getting back to my x-ranks but also times you go through so much a uh, lot straight losses just because like one are you playing with literal kids or they don't know how to use a super jump or use the beacons or like get good skills or i don't know i'm in a bad that line of like playing at night and playing against japanese players because you know how good they are <laughs> and like yes <yeah>, it's, <laughs> it's just like i uh, like uh, you think i place those beacons for my health or just my own personal things because i have I, I, a, a complete stealth build and i use those beacons to to help me like stuff jump so they won't re- ne- see me per se but always always people use your super jumps and splatoon three beats hey okay 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 i'm, I'm, cool. breeze, I'm cool. breeze,
0: breeze with me well in. Deep breaths.
1: Yeah, breath. yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah so I have been more or less been continuing on I finished up the catalog and of uh, Splatoon 3 so yeah I'm more or less done until uh yeah I think tonight or is it yeah tonight or tomorrow when this podcast releases um the top the topic discussion will force the Splatfest would begin and so yeah I won't be going back to Splatoon 3 until it be, be salmon runs or uh the Splatfest which is next week so we'll be talking about that but yeah overall like more or less it's just been a lot of Splatoon 3 play a continual of e-gene has been farming wrong with the stories and and of course naturally we're going to uh final of heroes which again if you are playing final Heroes, make sure to log in to grab your free demon lord of matisse so yes he is a very broken unit so make sure to get him and um just for a little forecast update for your hero players out there this coming 27th if you remember the calendar will be the legendary heroes banner so the next legendary hero will be then so who it's gonna be We never know so yep so, overall it has been generally a light week if anything else. And again, backlog and all that yada yada yada.
0: <laughs> all right. And for me, uh well, I was at a Comic-Con last weekend, so that that limited what I could play. Uh the Nintendo cosplays I saw, okay, I saw some really good ones. I saw three different Byleths.
2: Okay, okay, okay. I know.
0: And they were really good ones, and one of them was a green-haired Bayleth, so that was nice uh i saw masked uh, lucina marth which I all, right, all right the, the mask was really nice uh black knight but he was there last year so that was uh that, that was cool also to everyone who doesn't know who the black knight from fire emblem is f
2: off <laughs> okay. and, and you might be
0: thinking that's a bit harsh no it's really not here's why so i'm talking to this dude and he's a great guy. He has incredible Black Knight cosplay. And apparently, some people would come up to him and go, "Dude, you're a, you're the Black Knight." And he goes, "Yeah, Fire Emblem is so awesome." And they go, "Oh, we have no idea what that is, but great Black Knight cosplay." And he goes, "Wait, wait, wait, wait I don't, what do you mean by that?" He goes, "Well, you're you're a knight." And you're in black armor, so like black knight, dude. I, I kid you not. <laughs> I'm like,
1: you guess a so big emotional damage. Like oh, how how do you not know the game it comes from? But it's called a black knight. I mean, sure, there is the frick the Camelot film and all that, but, yeah, but Black Knight's That's just it's just like
0: he, they call him the Black Knight because he's a knight in black armor. I'm like, that's just stupid. Like Okay, if you had known Black Knight, the character, fireman character from like Smash Brothers, because he's in that one level, or you got his assist trophy or his trophy or whatever, you know, that's fine. I don't like it, but that's fine. I mean, hey, but, even like,
1: Fire Emblem Heroes is even more open-minded. Like, whatever,
0: <laughs> but like this is you saying like he's just a Black Knight because he's a knight dressed in black armor. Like the damage to my soul,
1: emotional damage. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes. So, <laughs>
0: Uh, let's see. Other ones I saw plenty of Mario's, uh, lots of uh Pokemon trainers. Um, the best one, the best one. I saw a literal line of Toads. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Wow. Okay, okay. I'm talking ten plus people, all in their own unique colored Toad outfit.
1: All right, a Toad train. Cool, it cool, was,
0: cool. It was glorious. I had saw some. I had seen something like that last year at I think it was Grand Rapids, but then they had the carts with them but this was just the toads but like okay um ooh, i saw a great breath of the wild link and zelda duo they were nice uh
4: he I showed think- me that that was so cute yeah, yeah <laughs> it was
0: very it was very cute and if you're wondering guys why i showed faith the photos and not you guys well now you know
4: uh that's <laughs> not a reason but
3: okay <laughs> <laughs> i think i posted
0: some online i post it on facebook and i post it on twitter um let's see what else do i see Uh, It was actually kind of light for Nintendo, but, like, the Toads, like, really stood out. Like, there's just, like, a line of them. Like, A, dedication. B, you had that many people willing to do it. Like, that's something that can't go unnoticed. Um, But, yeah, it was a good good con, sold a lot of stuff, so that was nice. And then during the weekend, of course, was when Bayonetta Origins, Sarisa and the Demon came out. And much to the amazement of one Falcon faith, I have already beaten the game. And I want to say why that's (laughs) impressive. I did not get the game Friday, <laughs> despite my boss saying I would. <coughs> um, Got it Saturday. I played it for maybe 90 minutes Saturday night. Didn't play it Sunday because I just wanted the day I left the con, and I was too tired when I got home. And Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and today, Thursday, I had intermittent amounts of playing time. Like, no session more than two hours. And yet, between that and Saturday, I've already beaten the game. So... Tis a bit short. Tis a tis a bit short, but uh overall the game was fun. I love the fairy tale aesthetic. They absolutely maximized on that. They have a they have a narrator, they have like actual page turning cutscenes. It's really adorable. Uh I loved how they did ch uh Sirius and Cheshire as an odd couple, who of course hate each other at first but have to work together. Uh there are plenty of teases to the uh lore of Bayonetta. I will not spoil too much, but let's just say that uh ooh, how can I say this without being spoilery? There is a character who may or may not be related to someone we already know.
2: Hmm. No, okay. I'm, 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 I'm,
0: I'm. I know. And I'm being as vague as possible. <laughs> but <laughs> once once you hear their name, you're gonna get it. Like it's it's that it's that obvious. Um visuals were very cool. I love, like I said, I love the fairy tale aesthetic. Uh, It had, has anyone here played It Takes Two? Oh,
1: yeah, 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 I've heard. I I mean, I've seen the a bit. Yeah, yeah, I've seen the playthroughs.
0: Well, I I, I bring that up because they absolutely took that path with the puzzles. Because as you know, we control Ceresa and Cheshire via the different Joy-Cons. And you have to work together with them to uh, get through the puzzles. And all right
1: all right like yeah like two brothers and all that yeah
0: yeah yeah. that's another great example and that was exactly what was going on here because there were times where you would have seresa and cheshire on different parts of the level and you have to use their different abilities to work their way back to one another just so they can progress uh let's see the combat was okay the combat was unique i will give them that because like seresa doesn't have her guns or anything she barely has her umbra magic and so Cheshire's the muscle of the duo that works in your favor. favor. But it was hard at times because the, your traditional way of controlling characters doesn't involve, you know, one character on one Joy-Con and one character on the other. So there were times where I'm like, okay, I know where I'm doing my characters. All of a sudden, Cheshire goes off in the complete opposite direction that I'm trying to get him to go to, even though I'm pressing it in the right direction. Then I go, oh, yeah, that's the racist Joy-Con. And I... You know, how to adjust my mindset. So I did my best to always keep Cheshire on the right side of the screen and <laughs> Seresta on the left so I didn't uh, forget my orientation. Uh, let's see. Overall, I like the game. I'm giving it a four out of five. My, my review will be up uh, at noon on Friday. So d- definitely check that out. Also, Scott, don't forget to review it.
3: I know. Guy. I already actually changed the image on it.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, our boss is at PAX East, which, is, which we'll talk about soon. So I had to ask someone else to do it. And thankfully, Skullskid Scott is here for me. So Skull Kid Scott is here for me. So, yes. Scott, here for me. <laughs> Glares at other co-hosts. <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> sort of. But uh, yeah, the game's overall pretty fun. I will say that aside from the shortness of it, there were some flaws. I, I mentioned the orientation and control issues. Um, it gets repetitive at times. There are very illusion dimensions that you have to go to. And when it's working with just puzzles, it's great. Because I love the I love how they did the puzzles. But then when you get into combat, it's basically just the same thing over and over again. And is, is, isn't it like all action games? Not really. With Bayonetta, even though you could do one pattern, you, you always had the option to switch weapons. You could always change things up, on uh, add new moves for her, and yada, yada, yada. With this, it's always just pound them to death with Cheshire, and trap them with Bayonetta, and it gets repetitive. And then there are these little action sequences that where Bayonetta use, or Soraisa uses her magic. And even if you let her just do it on her own, it takes forever. Like, I'm talking like 20 seconds per action, and I'm just watching this little reticle going around his screen. I'm like, can't you just do this faster? Like, what's what's going on here? So minor grievances, but they do add up over time. But the game is still fun. It's a worthy prequel. You do not, and this goes out to Faith, you do not need to understand the original trilogy to play it. It will help because you'll understand the ties to the greater lore, why certain things happen the way they do, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, the, all the dimensions that they reference, like Inferno and Parody. So, uh, but you don't need it. It's not required. So, if I know you wanted to get it, Faith, so if you still do, I recommend it.
4: Yeah, that's good because I was planning to get it to like play as like my first Bayonetta game, and I'm like, I hope that this is gonna be okay, and I'm not gonna like be confused the whole time.
0: Yeah, I mean, they they do they reference various characters. Uh, This is not a spoiler. Uh, In the beginning, you're gonna see Jean, who is her BFF, Um, and (laughs) you know she's in the game, and so you might like, oh, who's who's Jean? Well, she's her BFF from the other games, and they there's a reason that she's there, but. Uh, you, you, Do you need to know their whole entire backstory? No, you'll get pretty, the gist pretty quick that they're really good friends and that they're just trying to help each other, so.
4: Yeah, that uh, makes sense. Yeah,
0: so I, I, I feel you, you don't need to know and they explain things pretty well, especially with the narrator who, I just want to compliment that narrator, okay? They got a narrator to not only just do the narration voice but to voice Cheshire and it sounds just like how a parent would trying to just uh, speak <laughs> for a monster. You know, because like you think of like a demon voice, right? It's like ar, ar, ar. and then the narrator goes, "I don't know what you're talking about." You know, it's, it's like it sounds very parentish, and, and <laughs> it's, it's honestly really adorable. So, uh, again, I give it a four out of five. I highly recommend. We'll see how it goes uh, long term, because there's so much going on with Bandit Origins that we'll talk about it a little bit later. But uh, again, goes check out my review when it comes out, goes live on Friday. And if you if you were hesitant on whether to get the game, Todd recommends, and obviously, since I am the host, my word is valued in gold. (laughs) All
2: All the right, your word is law. (laughs) There
0: you go, that's what I was looking for. My word is law.
2: The law, Todd's law.
0: There you go, there's a series for you Todd's law. Todd says, goes. All (laughs) right, and with that, we are going to head to the news because there's honestly been quite a bit to talk about. So it's time to go down the warp pipe. First, Fire Emblem Gage. <laughs> oh! So we got the first trailer for the final wave. Okay, they didn't technically say it's the final wave, but it implies the final wave.
1: And the the, the last part of the of the season pack for yeah, now.
0: Yeah, I mean there could there be season two? Sure, but they have not, they have not announced such things. Um, but yeah, wave four of the first season pass for Fire Emblem Gage has got its trailer, and it's for the Fell Xenologue. We've been waiting for a while to understand what does that mean well surprise it's a multiverse story wow i already know (laughs) know. and i know what you're thinking well todd technically you know fireball Gauge as a whole is a multiverse story because they reference all the other you know heroes of all the other worlds and yes but we didn't go to those worlds or they didn't come here technically and they even reference how they're they don't exactly know how they exist it's really weird uh also four out of five ladies and gentlemen but with this story Allier, somehow, goes to an alternate world, or as someone else called it, a mirror world, where all your enemies are allies, all your allies are enemies, there are a couple new characters that are connected to you, and that world's Allier is dead!
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Fun times
1: yes it's just kind of weird. i mean granted the plot is not original I mean, as has a, has a trope has been done so many times over like friends become allies allies become friends yes 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 um and apparently like if i saw the trailer correctly apparently you can actually use the powers of the fell dragon
2: i think i
0: don't know we'll find out we'll find out i'm I'm curious to see how this plays out because with what's called the mirror verse for this one kind of like a star trek kind of thing um it it does get a little tropey. Like for example, uh, Alcrest goes from like the I c- I can't barely talk brother to ah, oh my stupid brother how dare you try yada yada yada, and of course the the sadist of the uh the four hounds is now like the oh please don't hurt me. He turned to be- he turned into Bernadetta basically, and <laughs> so on and so forth. So I'm curious to see how this is going to play out. I mean,
1: you, the, like, the names of it as well. Like, I I looked at the chart, like, oh, the switch of the names of the inverse world, like, one's actually called Greg. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, and then there's these two new characters who were not even in the main game and one of them could turn into a dragon. So, it's interesting to say the least. And this, this wave of DLC, which is, again, the final one for this season, will come out on April 4th. So we're actually already almost there.
1: Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> i like i i see it, like yeah just like also seeing like the, the the um the fans reaction to it like oh the inverse one like oh oh uh, the original one oh kind of the next one killed them all like literally <laughs> wanted to fall on dimitri on them yep
0: um and we, we, dimitri is technically in the game
2: true true true
0: <laughs> so. now Faith have you played fire Emblem the
4: I actually haven't, but it's like, with how much people are talking about it, I'm intrigued by now.
0: Yeah, that's another one where you don't need to know the lore of, of Fire Emblem to play it, but it does help. It like, especially because of all the emblem rings from the past games. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But it's a fun title. I Like I said, I gave it a 4 out of 5. It has really great gameplay. The story is, you know, hit and miss at times, but that's that's the way it is with all these kinds of games. So, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just think with three houses for the moment, right now. Yeah, three else. houses is great. Like
0: I would put three houses above engage. Like that's definitely what you need to play. So, all right. Next up, okay, this is a story because of AG and So, Tears of the Kingdom was okay. Let me rewind. The Famitsu Awards were were held recently, and at the at the awards show, Tears of the Kingdom won most anticipated game of the year. Surprise. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Who would have thunk? Yeah. I think I might die for not surprise. Right, Will?
0: So. <laughs> but uh so AG Numa was there and during his award speech he gave a little teaser for what's to come. He goes, Furthermore, the player's free imagination will be filled with new gameplay that will bring about changes to the game's world. Huh. First of all, wordy. Okay, that that wouldn't work in grammarly, I guarantee you uh that was a joke that was something you should laugh at especially faith because we both write have never mind you two (laughs) are writing intensive
1: i remember yes yes you're
2: writing intensive yeah
0: anyway um that's just a really odd way of describing it so this seems to imply that link will get even more abilities that will affect the overworld as we see it and interact with it we have had teases of this including in the last trailer where we saw Link's arm, moving around, moving things around, or going on the various vehicles. But what do you guys think A.G. new meant by this? Huh.
1: Like, it seems to me like he's kind of, like, teasing something. Like, one, it's, like, it's a very new mechanic that has not been introduced in the Zoda game series in general. And, like, it's, I don't know. It, it seems like, to me, is that, like, there is something he's cooking up that he feels very confident in, in Tears of the Kingdom that's... I don't know. Like, what is this, something that has not been done in Zelda series all the time? From like, I don't know. Like,
0: Zelda I, I, co-op. We've already
1: talked about this. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that. Probably that bad. would
3: be nice. You know, a playable Zelda and a Zelda title. Who would have thunk? Oh, she, oh, how about this? Right. Like, have a for-
1: Fortnite mechanics
4: in freaking Zelda.
1: I don't know. <laughs> we don't
3: want Fortnite in our
1: Zelda. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've never played Fortnite, so I definitely don't want that in my Zelda.
1: I want
3: <laughs> Zelda in my Zelda. Yes, right! <laughs> That's right!
4: Fortnite's right. kind of fun, though.
0: Did I ask your opinion first?
2: <laughs> <laughs> wow.
3: Fortnite can be fun, but leave it to be Fortnite. <laughs> so I don't sure, need sure. my Fortnite in everything. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, what about you, Scott? What do you think? <sighs> I'm not entirely sure what he meant by it. Yeah.
0: It's just, it's so vague. <laughs> and, and, and it also is a translation issue, but yeah, it, it's like, oh, you're the player's imaginations, I'm like, well, I can imagine quite a bit.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of things that... to imagine, especially after what we saw with Breath of the Wild, so yeah. that that doesn't really give you any kind of indication of what that's going to mean. It's just like, it feels like it's more of Tears of the Kingdom is still being extremely vague for the sake of being vague. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably still going to be a great Zelda game. It's of just we, we're not going to know what's it's going to be until we actually play the game at this point.
0: Yeah, well, it's like we discussed in the podcast, like like a month ago or so. Like if it is a bad game after all these delays, then like oh my gosh, <laughs> the fury the from the fan base. Like you delayed it for this long, and this is what you give us.
1: There will, there, there will be riots.
0: There will be riots.
3: I can't there. confirm nor deny if I will be a part of those riots, but there will be riots. <laughs> I, can, I can confirm
0: I will be there, and I will have my master sword and lead shield in hand. All right, I will also lead a choir of ocarinas to, to see if we can travel back in time. We must fix this. <laughs> oh boy, I, I forgot. I don't think I talked to you about it, Faith. Are you gonna get Tears of the Kingdom?
4: I mean, I want to, but I haven't even played the first Zelda game, Breath of the Wild. Oh
1: wow, wow! That,
3: that is I feel like y'all staple. always see, y'all
4: always <laughs> talk about the games I haven't played, so it makes me look like I don't play any games. <laughs> an outlier, I'm a- a Nintendo
2: fan. Okay. okay. <laughs>
0: I mean, we, we, you know, one game is is coming up that You have played, so because but I have not, so it balances out. But, okay. still. but yeah, okay. you, you <laughs> do get Breath of the Wild when you can, and then after you sunk 200 hours into that go to the kingdom (laughs) okay i will easy it's easy actually speaking of breath of Wild, let's jump right into that really quick nintendo has released a basically 100 page explorer's guide apparently this has been out for a while but they just made it free to which i say why are you releasing it free now six years after the game came out
3: because like, of tears of the kingdom knows <laughs> well, I mean,
0: so yeah but that's like still that's six years you've been holding on to this guy that apparently charging people for it and now you just decided you don't know, we'll just make it for free it should have been free like three years ago
2: or four, <laughs> or four years
0: ago a year after the game released you know people bought it it's been a year releases it for free but no we're just gonna drop it now a couple months before you know two came to come out like why
1: <laughs> it's just kind of like weird how it is like okay like because if i remember correctly this thing was supposed to be exclusives or like something of, of that sort in japan yeah. only and now bang okay free for all like really after all these years and i don't know you gotta use la the last game's material to promote the the current game coming soon
0: exactly and they like <laughs> and trust me when i say they were making like a big deal about this on twitter okay like they were they put on all of their uh Nintendo handles and whatnot, and I'm like, "Well, oh, this is cool." And I and I scrolled it; it looks really good. And it's very detailed. It even talks about the uh Master Trials and Ballad of the Champions a little bit, without going too much into spoilers. But again, this would have been great to have for free years ago, back when it was still like, you know, selling multiple millions every year. And I'm not saying it's not doing that now, but you know, we're we're focusing on Tears of the Kingdom, and he wants to replay Breath of the Wild before then. And I, fast all right I, I I got things to do <laughs> yeah faith doesn't which is why she needs to buy the game And <laughs> no, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah all right but uh yeah if you want it if you want to check it out go to like the nintendo of america handle we ha- also have a, a now we didn't post that sorry but yeah, check it out nintendo of america nintendo of europe or whatever it's a it's free it's a link go and download it go ahead all right uh next up we're gonna have a shout out to our boss koopa keith who is at PAX East right now and already breaking news. Like, actually, like him breaking the news. Uh, such as, for example, if you're a fan of Cult of the Lamb, it's getting DLC! Congrats! i gonna look at his post about it. Uh, here we go. It's called uh, Relics of the Old Faith. It doesn't have a release date yet, but it'll be a new story and more content. So i this is a, this is a game I didn't play, but I know a lot of people loved it when it came out. Not just because you know you're a cult lamb, killing others and killing gods to
1: make. You <laughs> but own. basically, That's you are the sacrificial lamb turned uh, cultist, yeah. and it was basically it was the perfect Twitch game because you actually can in- incorporate Twitch and just like yeah. Who doesn't want to, like, lead a cult? <laughs> I'm uh, a cult hey. of cutie things. <laughs> it's like
3: joining a cult without actually having to join the cult. <laughs> exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> Look, I know you were just playing a joke, but, like, I'm serious here. I wouldn't want to join a cult for the most basic of reasons. Do you know one of the usual things that they have you do in a cult? Murder! Well, besides that, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not opposed to that. I'm the rest They
3: of make you deal with more people.
0: Well, that's always a problem, but not what I was going for. Most cults have you cut your hair.
3: Uh, yeah. Oh, I, see, not the yeah. <laughs> I like, could see I, again, that. <laughs> again, murder, murder under the right
0: context, you know, I, I really, I really people that could be handled by murder. Uh, but kind of murder I can, handle, I can
3: handle, but I draw the line at having to do a haircut. Exactly.
0: <laughs> I have.
1: Standards. No one touches the two.
0: <laughs> yeah, I have standards, ladies and gentlemen. All right, and, and the line gets drawn at where I have to cut off my fro. All right. Now if there was now if there was a cult that wants to worship my fro. I can live with that cult. But anyone that has me want me to cut my hair to like join the cause or show my faith, pass.
1: Heartline, do not touch the deal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and this has been Morality with top Black. Murder is fine. Cutting my hair, not so much. But uh, Keith, Keith's been dropping. Going back to Paxies. We do talk about Paxies now. Uh, I probably scared away like half of viewership. I don't care. Actually, I do care. Well, we'll see. But keith has been driving some great pics, including some amazing pictures of the uh, Tears of the Kingdom Link statue that's been making the rounds all over the world.
1: Jellies, I'm jealous. Very jelly. uh,
0: Seriously, I want this bloody statue. All right? It's, like, five feet tall. It's really big. It has Link doing a pose with the arm. And then I've seen multiple Paxi's pictures of people just, like, doing what they're calling the Link pose. (laughs) (laughs) Even when they're not even at the statue, they're just taking pictures of Paxi's doing the Link pose. I'm like... Yeah, you, know, you do you man you do you all right but this statue is like so detailed i mean it's it's so beautiful i totally want it
1: nintendo statues has always been good i mean i still remember back when the the switch review event when they had like the um the, yeah the, the original link statue as well as the splatoon uh amiibo like basically the amiibo statues is just like they always look very good
0: yeah so if you're at pax east we hope you're having a fun time. Nintendo is there. As we noted last week, they're doing a versus arcade where you can play some classic games and try to earn prizes. Uh, the Pokemon company is there. I'm not sure what they're showing. They never really confirmed it, but, uh, another a p- picture that, uh, Keith posted was of the, Nint- the Pokemon booth. So go <clears throat> so check that out. There's going to be uh, superstars there. Uh, AEW wrestler, evil Uno is going to be there. And to, make a perfect transition to our next topic, Gerard the Completionist is going to be there. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. that leads us right to his very new, now viral video of him revealing that to celebrate the Nintendo eShops for the Wii U and the 3DS, which we'll be talking about more later, shutting down, he decided to preserve the games by buying every single one of them that was on the eShop.
2: Yeah,
3: that
1: is quite the feat. Every
3: game and every DLC available with that game,
1: and apparently that entire library, like it was like six uh, gigabytes uh, overall. Like uh, basically, uh, one person said it's basically the total of six modern video games today, and yeah that and the reason why the store has gone so far is because like many other different media outlets has basically said youtuber a fan and not actually saying his phone name in the title and granted yes us media people have to say be as generic as general as possible but a lot of people basically got on uh outlets cases that say his name Uh, they want all that seo clicks <laughs> yes, unfortunately. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, now look, I we did not personally report on this, but if I had written up about this video, I would have said Gerard the completionist. All right, this is a this is a guy who, who found his niche in the video game market. You know, why do I just play games so where you can complete them? He built up his fan base organically, and because of that, that's why he was one of the hosts of the new G4. Rest in peace and still bitter i'm so dang bitter but he <laughs> okay, is... boss. i know i know i could do, do this all right so but gerard is a great guy he's so funny he loves video games with all he has He puts everything you have into these videos he's very open and honest with his fan base if he's like behind on a video and you know when they're requesting like new ones for him to do you know he he loves what he does and for him to called like a fan or you know youtuber like that's so generic he's gerard the completionist
3: that's his actual name okay
0: well it's not his actual What <laughs> it's what pe- most people know him as all right he's Gerard. can you
3: imagine name? if he did actually have that as a title in his license though
0: <laughs> oh well, i've seen weirder i mean they remember chad ochocinco
3: okay yeah,
0: yeah. and then, of course the most famous of all mclevin <laughs> That's right, super bad reference. <laughs> Never seen the movie, but I always remember that clip. Like, I am McLovin. Like, okay, moving on. But yeah, and he spent, and well, well, we'll give you the data side of things. He spent thousands upon thousands of dollars on this. Like, I think what was the like over twenty grand.
3: About it is About around twenty, 20 grand. grand. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: just just to buy every Wii U and 3DS game that was available on the shop, plus the DLC,
3: as Scott said. That's
2: a lot.
1: And also he revealed like <laughs> the flaws of the system and Yeah, apparently, apparently
3: it's a bit of a travesty trying to uh, buy games on the Wii U and the 3 ds e shops. Yes, and Shop. apparently
1: like yeah, there is a hard limit on the Wii U, and apparently they can't even utilize the entire two terabytes uh, of your a ex- uh, drive in the Wii U. So apparently that, that extra space is gonna be wasted. <laughs>
0: yeah. So but to you, Gerard, actually also one more one more shout out. Uh Gerard is so nice that when we actually referenced him on NEP, uh, this was before your time, Faith. uh, He actually retweeted us and thanked us for doing a completionist segment on
2: the show. Mm -mm -mm. So that's
0: how nice he is. You can tag him and he'll actually respond most of the
1: time. He is quite, quite the, the gentleman, and yeah, just like for the again the fact that he he did this for one for the sake of preservation. Uh, of the of all these softwares including like even those minor pu- major publishers to minor publishers to indies like he just wants like yes, these games do deserve to be preserved and he and, and this all these games will be given to like um the organization that helps preserve video games which is but by far just a- an absolute win into the industry mm-hmm. especially when companies like really almost to the point they just don't care to the point that they don't care for preserving games anymore which yeah it's kind of sad so they I'm care glad. about
3: money and only that
1: and re-releases and all that, but <laughs> yeah. But overall, Gerard, again, the thing you did is just an absolute win for the industry. And it, by all means, if some ways we can get these classics from Wii U exclusive to not die out into the wind, then by all means, that, that j- j- again, much, much respect, much respect. Yeah.
0: So, hey, Faith, have you ever watched Gerard
4: the completionist video? No, I really haven't done. Okay, moving on. Have you? I mean, I seen y'all talking about it, but I didn't take time to watch it.
2: Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> okay, do you know the person? Okay, okay, I'll take that. I mean,
4: yeah, that. like, I, I know I know who he is, but I just, I, I don't have time for YouTube.
1: <laughs> you gotta be a working adult. <laughs> <laughs> I got uh, I'm just saying, like,
0: I have time for YouTube, multiple jobs, playing video games, reviewing
2: video
4: games. Todd, I've already told you you're better than me, okay? <laughs> wow. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she said it, I just... <laughs> so
2: that is, all
0: right now let's talk about a game that faith can talk about animal crossing new horizons
2: yay all right
0: so this is a story that uh actually it was faith actually who paid, posted on our on our np chat on discord and uh it got a, a lot of reaction from our crew and then i actually did like a look into it and i think all of them are nuts for reacting this way so here's the deal as you know, more than likely, you can adjust your Nintendo Switch to make it think that it's a different time of day or day entirely. So you, if you have a game that worries that uh, uh, measures seasons based on the time of the year, you can alter it to get the season you want. It's not cheating. It's just creative use of hardware. Basically, time talking. travel. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's time travel. So someone decided to time travel using the switch and determine if they could still play animal crossing in the future how far in the future well they determined that the game will be not functional after 2060. we are not joking
1: okay let's see so we have roughly 37 years left
2: (laughs)
0: so and this was he posted this on there and it says please close the game for the home menu and restart after setting a date between 1-1-2000 which for the record is 20 years before the game came out and (laughs) 12-31-2060
1: so yeah yeah apparently this game has a hard life hard shelf life (laughs) and that got
0: a lot of reactions from people, including our boss, Keith, who said, WTF, so it's like a printer cartridge. and then a certain Scott said, quote, that's wonky, and that's when I came in and go, you did look at the article, right? They, would, they noted it wouldn't be played after another 40 years, and we were getting into this before the podcast started, and I'm like, look, by the time 40 years happens, if we don't have another Animal Crossing game... That's pretty stupid on Nintendo's part, especially since they've already sold, I think the last count was like 40 plus million units of New Horizons, which is like multiple times. That's
1: enough to cover for another game. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I mean, granted, it required them starting a pandemic so that we could sell that much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, I don't think you heard this one, Faith. We are totally convinced that Nintendo started the pandemic so that people will be stuck at home and then play animal crossing new horizons because as you just as you told us before the podcast you play it because you want to have another life or a better life and so they're like okay we're gonna make everyone's (laughs) lives suck and then animal crossing will be their outlet and sure enough it worked
4: and it worked on me All right, so I actually did have to be convinced, though. At first, I'm like, "No, I'm not gonna get into it. You know, I, it's gonna cost a lot of money, and it's, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna spend too much money on it." And then my friend's like, "Oh, we'll just get one and just buy a few games. You know, you don't have to get addicted to it." Yeah, we're not gonna talk about it now.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I don't think anyone intended to get addicted to New New Horizons. I mean, it was just a game that came out at the perfect time and you know, you, you fell in love with it, not unlike a lot of people did with New Leaf. And if you were a New Leaf player, you know you played it for years. <laughs> and years. Like, I'm, I'm going high pitched because of the years you put, spent on it.
1: <laughs> mm hmm, mm hmm. i still remember back the original. Like, I spent like a good solid three years, two, three years straight. My, basically, my entire junior high school days with the original Animal Crossing. And yeah, that, that's it. Yeah, it can take on so much out of you.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for those of you who don't believe, in the Nintendo created the pandemic theory, you need to look up the history of Animal Crossing New Horizons because the game was supposed to come out in 2019. It was supposed to come out in December, and then it delayed it to spring. And then sure enough, a few weeks after the pandemic really hit, Animal Crossing comes out, and guess what everyone's playing? It's it's all there. <laughs> it's, it's not Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. But Yes. If you have Animal Crossing New Horizons, you do have a time limit on when you can play it. You, but you, So you have 37 years to do everything you want to do. So,
4: go! Although, my question is, I would assume that we can time travel back in time.
1: Yes. And ah! still play it. Yes, that you can. Because then and... you
4: just make your console believe that you're just back in the old days basically
1: basically hard. and of course you just have to find a year to actually match it to your current year later in the future so yeah there's mm. that
4: that that is a clever workaround faith that is yeah that works i i have my moments i have my moments i
0: i never said you didn't actually yes i did never mind kind of kind of but uh, and then remember remember what that picture i read said it said it set a date between 2000 and 2060. so it was basically telling you you could still play mm-hmm. yeah also Let's ask an honest question here. Will the Switch still work in 37 years? Like, I'm just being general here. Like, if you bought a Switch from 2017, like I did, would it still be working 37 years from now?
3: Depends on how good you are with upkeep. (laughs) This
0: is true. This is true. And how much you've played it, obviously. Yeah. You know, like wear and
2: tear.
1: Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I still have my original Wii, Wii, and and that thing's still pretty good. So, like, Same. I mean, and, and of course, naturally, there have been p- some people saying, like, you have to turn on the Wii every, at least once a year, just so it doesn't break. And yeah, I think, the, yeah, the Wii U came right after that. So I, it's still going after, like, a good, at least a good solid half a uh, century, uh, half, half five years. So, yeah.
4: And then you have me that has, like, the first DS ever made, and it still works. And I used to play that thing, like, every day for, like, years as a child. Jeez, that's an antique. It really is.
1: (laughs) All
0: right. Uh, Next up, a a, a literal end. Like this is not, you know, potential foreshadowing. This is the end. In Japan, I believe close to right now, uh, at the time of this recording, the final episode with Ash and Pikachu is airing. It is the end of an era, 26 years in the making. Uh, Ash and Pikachu's journey is finally ending, quote unquote.
2: Mm. So, and
0: my my Twitter timeline has been filled with my friends and such, uh, sharing their Poke memories. And it's somber. like. Yep. And yep. I know it's already going to get spoiled. I know it's going to get spoiled online. I mean, the one of the sites I I frequent for news is always talking about what happened in the newest episode of Japan but I, i'm still gonna be sad as i like wait for it to get over here in the u.s because you know ash is ash means a lot to me he really does
1: for everyone again raised a generation back in the early 90s and like now yeah 25 years since then it's like geez it, it's been such a long run and like again we were kids we were literal kids back in the day and now <laughs> bam like we finally meet the end like one of the remaining pieces of our child Few remaining pieces of our childhood is now coming to an end. I mean, the only thing that's pretty much another reminder of my childhood is One Piece. And that has been going for years. Yeah.
3: Will it ever end? Yes. They already said it's already ended. We're getting ready to end. You're in the final arc. That doesn't mean it's ending.
2: I... Oda is is a cunning man. He's a cunning man.
3: Yeah. And even if we're in the final arc, how long is this arc gonna be? As long as they want it, gosh dang it. Uh no, I'm not a
0: one piece fan, but i I'm, I'm told, I'm told the One Piece is real.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah yeah like seeing everybody i mean veronica taylor just basically like sharing memories of like yes yeah, also celebrating like this is indeed the the final they had the last the last, final countdown this last adventure for ash and pikachu is just like it, yeah as you said Todd, it's a very somber tale and but again just to see him off like yeah finally seeing that it's just amazing yeah
0: and of course everyone's wondering like how it's gonna end. Will it be like the final scene and uh you know like will like Ash go away to the sunset? Will he just like say I'm not gonna I'm not gonna stop journeying? Will he go <laughs> I, I wonder if he'll ever go back to Alola or if he'll finally reconnect with Serena
2: <laughs> I shit
0: so hard. And remember that's that's the technically only canon kiss for Ash because the Latias yes movie technically doesn't count. Technically. So Anyway, for for those of you who don't mind the subtitle version, that's coming out very soon, so stay tuned for that. We're still waiting for the final episodes of Ultimate Journeys here in the U.S. on Netflix, and then more likely get the uh, nine-episode master or final uh, Pokemon Master yada-yada journey, so stay tuned. Hopefully we'll get news on that soon. All right, next up, we're going to do the Tyler story really quick. It's been officially confirmed that Sonic for Tears is over 3 million units sold, and possibly close to 4.
2: Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, the game continues
0: to do well. And they had their first uh, update. Or, like, sorry, DLC update. Yep. Uh, the sights, sounds, and something else.
2: So
3: Yeah, sights, sounds. I can't remember what it was now.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll ask Faith. She's a big Sonic fan, right?
4: <laughs> I mean. <laughs> sights,
3: sounds, and speed. There you go.
4: <laughs> I mean, I do know a little bit about Sonic, but compared, like, if I, I used to know a guy in the Sonic community, and that junk gets intense. Yes,
2: yeah, it does. It really does. Yeah. That junk is
4: intense. He it would does. talk to me for hours on end about it, and I'm like, I did not know that there was this much knowledge about one single blue hedgehog. <laughs> but okay, from uh, <laughs> one fan <laughs> to another. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> the question is, of course, which Sonic. Are we talking about here? Because, of course, you got Gaming Sonic, which has one timeline, and then there's Archie Sonic.
3: Which has multiple and a lot of things that go on.
0: Yeah. For example, in Archie Sonic, Silver is actually a good character.
2: <laughs> and
0: then, uh, let's see, Tails absorbed every other Tails in the entire multiverse to become a roided out version of himself so he could beat Megas. Uh, Knuckles was once green and a god so you know that's a thing and uh oh, my personal favorite uh sonic is actually a being of chaos itself which is why he always wins and thus can actually change his own fate because reasons
2: hmm yeah yeah <laughs> oh. yeah
3: no never un- has to try to understand yeah. just know that sonic will destroy
0: yeah so Faith, if you do ever try to understand it, take the words of Silver the Hedgehog to mind when I say, it's no use. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I, I
0: Flashbacks. Hear, I can hear, this, <laughs> yeah, I can hear this on the Sonic community roaring and <laughs> laughter. They go, oh, my he God, Oh, that's such a great
2: line.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, going back to the story uh, of Sonic Frontiers, yeah, this update, basically, if you're a Sonic fan, you're going to love this thing, especially with this. Aside from, like, adding new, uh, new yeah, new new levels, as well as a new photo mode, which, of course, photo people are going to love that. They can also add a jukebox, which you can also listen to classic tracks, including the most coveted song, Live and Learn. Heck, oh yes. <laughs> Smash
0: Brothers reveal trailer, baby, October 10, 2007. <laughs> I will always remember that date. You're
2: welcome. Yeah, Look we'll sure. real. <laughs> Just like the
1: One Piece. I mean granted the, the original uh, Sonic Frontier Science was pretty banger as it is, but now they actually get the deliver live, live and learn fighting against the Titans, like, oh yeah, yeah, that's that's perfect AMV material. Yeah, yeah.
0: Can we also know that like photo mode is like everywhere?
1: Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, I mean pretty want much if person. you don't
3: have a photo mode, is your game really a real game? Yeah.
1: <laughs> i mean yeah zelda a uh, horizon last of us Spider-Man. like i think even yeah even kirby has a coma if i recall correctly i think
0: Spider man's the one i remember the most because everyone was taking like their freestyle like <laughs> selfie pics like all over the place and special <laughs> costumes and whatever and i didn't mind and then i took some for my review and it was fun but <laughs> I think mean, c- they're good for or, like dumb nails and, and all that for, sure, for sure. I really couldn't. I was like, like, here's an epic shot, and I'm like, how did I do something like that? Like, give me a throw me a freaking bone here. Like, come on. <laughs> Alright, all right. uh Okay. This next story is arguably a story that could affect the world as we know it. It all has to do with the deckikamiya. Oh, boy. Oh, yes. We're talking about this one. Uh, So, Band of Origins is out, as we noted, and in Japan, this this is the truth, in Japan, they are going through a bit of a crisis. They are having an incredibly low birth rate every single year, with 2022 being the lowest they have ever had in terms of newborns. That's a serious problem for numerous reasons, which I'm sure you can look up. But Hideki Kamiya! Bless his heart! He had a solution, and the solution is this, you just buy Bayonetta Origins. But how, you say, would this help solve the baby problem in Japan? Well, allow us to translate his tweet. Ahem. step one, play Ceresa and the Lost Demon. Step two, say, I want a child like Ceresa. Step three, an unprecedented marriage (laughs) boom is coming. Step four, the problem of declining birth rate will be solved. Step five, everyone happy.
1: So basically, said like, okay, step one, buy game. Step two, play game. Step three, question mark. Step four, profit. (laughs) Pretty much. Now the real question is, now
3: that you finished the game, Todd, do you have that same feel?
2: <laughs> and here's, here's why.
0: And here's why because as I noted to faith earlier today, well, seresa is adorable and her and as I noted in my review, her journey to becoming the more confident witch that we know and adore is awesome. Uh a I want my daughter to be more like Avatar Korra. You know, strong, confident and willing to beat up a guy if he does something wrong. Mm-hmm.
2: Master
3: so, of three elements from the get go yeah and
0: she's the avatar and you have to deal with it that kind of thing um and yes for the record i know that seresa would beat up any or bayonetta would beat up any guy i'm just saying like core was that earlier in her life okay that's just that's just canon um second well i can understand his logic his logic quote unquote <laughs> <His> logic. <laughs> logic, quote, quote. um yeah that that two, three words you never use in a sentence very often hadeki kamiya and logic um well, I agree that Bayonetta. or sorry, Sera. You gotta separate. It's Bayonetta and it's Sera. Sera is an adorable child, and I could see why parents would want a child like her. Her adult self is not what parents would want. <laughs> 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 and that's just the truth. All right. Um, and, and I'll give you the best example in the first game, which actually has Sera, if you recall. Um, there's a scene where Luca asks. Bayonetta, if Theresa is her child, which obviously she wasn't. And she goes, darling, I have no desire in having children. And then she does this very provocative stance and goes, but making them, that's another matter." And, 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 <laughs> and that's the oh first my. game. <laughs> that's the first game. All right. So, yeah, uh, I, I, if you want to just say like seresa is the reason to have children sure but just make sure they the parents don't know how who seresa grows up to be all right I'm, I'm,
1: I'm just... <laughs> i mean kamiya again The fact got like yeah he made it i mean Kamiya's kamiya he's crazy he's a nutso and like be creative as he can be and his own personal um uh media universe of bayonetta like it's like the po- he's yeah like this this was definitely the weirdest story out there i mean the fact that granted the story was the the story the week the week was kind of light and the fact that he made this tweet is like oh okay fine (laughs) i
0: i do feel it's important to say um that he was clearly joking Okay, he was clearly joking, he does not expect <laughs> us to actually solve the baby boom problem, but the fact that he even put this tweet out there for us to think about is just
2: so funny.
0: I mean, uh,
1: this is the kind of thing i expect Sudo51, and that guy's nuts, or heck, even Hideo Kojima to some sense. But yeah, Kamiya. like, I, I I get it, you're Platinum Games, you, you're a crazy tough point regarding to your games, but yeah, to have this man under the, your banner and like, yeah. He, he, again, yeah. the fact that this guy said that there could be even more games to, to which even an internal producer who handles Bayonetta says like, "Yeah, there gotta be more games down the future." It's yeah. just like, "Geez, how many more Bayonetta games you could have in in your in your mind, kamiya Well,
0: no, that's the other story was that they said that they, uh, they feel that the Bayonetta Origins could be its own line, which would <laughs> be quite a feat in itself. And there are obviously things they could do. For example, I don't. Did we ever learn why she calls herself Bayonetta?
1: Not really, personally. I don't Don't know. There's
0: that they could could do, and not to spoil the end of the game, but there are still things she does not have by the end of uh, Suresa and the Lost Demon that you could technically dive into before it ties back into the first game. So, you know, there are options, but whether you should do that is another story entirely. Also, I want to note that saying that Bandit Origins is going to be a savior for a baby boom would be equivalent to Santa Monica Studios saying that men should play God of War on PS4 and PS5 to learn how to be good fathers.
2: <laughs> Yikes.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. Having a, a former God of War to be a great father figure who also committed countless murders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: basically destroy the world, you know. But hey, he's a great father. So you can learn from him. So yeah, that that, that happens. Well, the the at Origins part happened on Santa Monica. Though I totally want Santa Monica to do that now. Like they quote his tweet and go, also play God of War so you can learn how to be a good father. I want to see that now. Oh, all right. Next up, we have a line of rumors. Yes, I
1: know. Into the rumor where we go. Yes.
0: And <laughs> I'm going to just tie these two together so we can get to our main event. But uh Donkey Kong and F-Zero have both gotten rumors uh, this past week, and both of them are saying that games are coming. For Donkey Kong, it's apparently a brand new project that has been in the works for years. And this is where things get really interesting because apparently... The game has been in the works since 2017, and it was being worked on by Vicarious Visions. If you know that name, that's because they're, they're a part of the Activision banner, so, and they've made some very interesting titles in the past. It was going to be the most open-world Donkey Kong game ever, and he would have new abilities, including using banana peels to slide around branches and vines, kind of like Tarzan which I'm just going to say, Tarzan... didn't. It could work, that. it could work. I'm sure, just going to say, Tarzan didn't need the banana peels, so he just slid on his own dang feet. Yes, I know that that would give him friction burns, but Tarzan's king of the apes. he can do whatever the heck he wants. Uh, okay. Also, Disney's Tarzan with Phil Collins' music. My gosh.
1: Oh. <laughs> I still remember that game. And, and technically, he's not sliding on the branches, he's sliding on the, the, the moss that's on the vines, actually.
2: <laughs> well, don't make me slap you. Thanks for that.
1: <laughs> don't make me slap you.
0: Anyway, so... And not only was it gonna be super war like the the early test build had Shigeru Miyamoto's approval on it, he was really excited for it, and then something happened and Vicarious Visions left the project. But now, according to the insider, the project is still going on with the internal Nintendo team and it may come out soon or it may not. So take it this as you will.
1: Big grain of salt. Big grain
0: of salt.
3: <laughs> and then for just F-Zero, dump the whole canister in there.
0: <laughs> and then for uh for F Zero, they're saying that the uh, GameCube title F Zero GX is gonna get a remaster for the Switch.
1: I would like that. I would like that.
0: Yeah, I know some people are like, but well, we want a new game. Well, think of this kind of like a test run. All right, they see how many people buy the remaster, which I guarantee you, not a lot of people bought on the GameCube because that was the last main title. the line so they see how well it does on the switch and then if they get enough sales then they can make another title
1: Mm -mm. and why not like not yeah bring out from that console exclusivity and yeah bring it here to modern consoles i mean yeah i mean sure it's kind of money grubbing in a sense but it 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 does help it does help
0: and it It gives
3: you actually a platform to play it on a modern console that's what matters
0: i have nothing else nintendo do it for keith yeah you you haven't heard this faith but keith is a big f-zero fan he wants f-zero back he has given
1: up hope if anything
2: else (laughs) he has (laughs) lost
0: faith Ah! Ah! (laughs) (laughs) yes i was just saying like if you were to give him the news that f-zero is coming back his faith would be restored
4: ah but and maybe that'll make me his favorite (laughs) <laughs> hold
0: on don't you mean his faith oh threat that's right i'm not stopping ladies and gentlemen and uh and by the way you can be his favorite if you can bring f-0 back like i will i will take a step back i will know my place because i've tried I've, tr- I've been doing this podcast for like seven years ladies and gentlemen and i have not been able to bring f-0 back so if faith can do it hallelujah <laughs> so uh Uh, I I have no doubt that you haven't played F Zero Faith, but what about Donkey Kong? Like I'm I'm gonna make a list of all the franchises you haven't haven't played.
4: I've played Donkey Kong.
0: Okay, so I'm asking like like which ones?
4: Oh, now that's a tricky question because I played them when I was younger, so I don't remember. I don't I don't didn't take inventory of that. I mean, how about the
1: retro games? Like even the original Donkey Kong.
4: I did play the original one. I know that, but I don't know what other ones I played past that. All right, how about this?
0: Did you play it on the SNES? Yes. Okay, then you probably. That was Donkey Kong Country, one of them. Did you yeah, I do know I played that one. Okay, did you play one on the N64?
4: <gasps> I don't know.
0: Okay, so that was Donkey Kong 64, which was the 3D version with a DK rap. <laughs> DK Donkey Kong.
2: <laughs> no, I don't remember that. Oh, I <laughs> oh, so bad. Eden! <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, and then, of course, there was the. Uh, the Wii and Wii U games of uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns
1: and Tropical Freeze. Tropical mm-hmm. Freeze.
0: So, what about those?
4: Yeah, I don't think I played those. I think I might have just only played the one. I guess.
0: Okay. Well, Tropical Freeze is available on the Switch. I highly recommend it. It's a very precision platformer, but it's a lot of fun. So. Okay, I'll have to look at it. Okay. Uh, yeah, add, it add it to the list. I'll
4: add it to the very long list y'all keep giving me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> of which,
0: did you ever play Metroid Fusion? No? Exactly. Bye.
4: Uh, <laughs> well, how about this? You start doing some of the work for me, like I'll just slide you all the junk I gotta do and you do half of it and then I'll play all the games you want me to play.
0: The, the irony is that I would get the work done and they'd be like how'd you get it done so
4: quickly? It would be. It yeah. would.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's literally how it would go
4: all right and finally for the record she tells
0: me all the time like how do you get this done so fast i'm like i don't really think i'm doing it fast look what you're doing so much todd i'm like
4: literally you literally this week you and i were having in-depth conversation in text message and i'm watching you you put out like two articles while replying to every single text message i sent you right away and i'm like how how i could never i could never i could never this is why some of my messages go unanswered for so long
0: I know. So I just, I I, I, I do work, I, I get work
2: done. What so. do you think I do? Uh, no comment. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: All right. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, we have Octopath Traveler 2. And uh, the team behind the game uh, talked about the evolution of the title from the original to the second and producer Masashi Takahashi noted, when we released the original Octopath Traveler, I said that it was a battle against people's memories of pixel games that they played in the past. But this time around is very much a battle against the first game that we created. We aimed to evolve the formula rather than change it, keeping as much of what people like for the first game as possible and trying to fully realize all the things that we were unable to do in it, end quote. Uh, first of all, good for you. Second of all, you didn't do enough. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, like uh, there were things that I pointed out. in My review, uh, four out of five. Uh, that's like my curse number now. I was like, I have so many games that are just four out of fives, and that shouldn't be a bad thing. I mean, four out of five is a good score, but I feel bad when I have like a string of titles that are just four out of fives, because <laughs> I'm like, is, is it is it me? Is it the games? I really don't know.
2: Um, is it
3: a strong four? A weak four? No. <laughs> I, well, okay. Oxypath was
0: a strong four. Uh, Fire Emblem Gage was a strong four. Origins, I would say mid-4. It's mid. But, uh no, I, I appreciate them saying, like, you know, comparing it to the last game and saying, you know, we need, we need to do more. And then they also wanted to make sure that even if you never played the previous game, that you could fully enjoy this one, which is why there's no true connections to the last title. And... They wanted, like you know, new cultures, new land. He said, "quote We felt it was essential to set a game in the completely new world in order to give the player that feeling of excitement, and anticipation when exploring and wondering what lies down the next path or who could be living in the next town." And to their to their point, they absolutely did that. So, uh, props to you all. Uh, Autopath Travel was a good game. We haven't heard anything about sales just yet, but hopefully i'll do well
1: i mean if anything else since it's on multi multiple consoles or i feel like if this game would probably did well i I you know i was a lot of heavy at, at marketing for it so i think it did pretty solid if anything else
0: hmm. all right uh oh wait hold on i'm getting disturbance in the force it's like the sound of a taco bell screaming and someone needs to go save it i recommend faith
4: <laughs> i'll save it
0: yeah uh but yeah faith needs to leave which is okay she even admitted that she won't be able to add much to the main event but faith as always thank you for joining us we hope to see you next week
4: i am very excited to be back next week and this was a very good conversation
0: all right night faith
4: night Later. night all right User disconnected from your channel and i'm
0: not lying about her love of taco bell it's actually quite sickening
1: um <laughs> like I don't tell me she's the one who prefers uh, taco bell chipotle
0: yeah oh she has taco bell <laughs> Every week, every that's week. Every impressive. Single week.
2: Oh boy. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. But see, so yeah, well, so while she's go dining on Taco Bell, I don't know if she's actually gonna do that, but you know, one can imagine. All right. Uh, we will head into our main event. Uh, talking about the Wii U, uh, and 3ds eShop's closing. So. They're dying. They are, we are literally in the final countdown of the Nintendo eShops for these stores. And so we're going to look back at our favorite memories of these systems, some of the best games we played on them as we enter the Temple of Time. <laughs> to this temple. I will let you guys choose whether you talk about the Wii U or the 3DS. I will start because uh, honestly if, if I was to have choose the better memories, it was it would be the 3DS cuz there were so many great games on. That there was a lot of games
1: in the yeah, library. we
0: had good games. I absolutely remember it. it was where Splatoon was, you know, the Chronicles X, Tropical Freeze. Um
3: still the know. only place for Xenoblade Chronicles. X. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh but uh super mario 3d world that was a really good one uh you know they they tried things with that console in its software and i appreciate that but 3ds was just better because it has a more robust lineup i mean it had fire emblem uh fates it had pokemon xy and persona
1: q and two (laughs) and Megami tensei 4 and apocalypse
0: yeah it had
3: a
1: lot of titles
0: yeah so but if i'm being honest the memories that I and I know this is gonna sound so weird, mm. but the memories I have the most of those systems, is that I feel that that's when my pun intended my faith was tested. Mm. All right, because think think about this: the Nintendo was just coming off of a double barrel shotgun of epicness. All right, they had the Wii and they had the DS. Right, all right. right, right. They were simultaneous. They're some of their best consoles ever, and their best handheld ever, and. They had to follow up on that. And I remember the 3DS uh, E3 event where Reggie Feast of May. They did that interesting trailer of, like, the 3D coming off the screen. And then they actually had to give the people in the uh, – because this is when they still did E3 live shows, uh, you know, their own handheld demo mm, of mm, 3DS. Mm. And you were wondering, like, could this really work? And then with the Wii U, it was like, okay, this is a new console, but, like, is it going to be as meaningful as the Wii? The answer to that was no. <laughs> no, <But laughs> no, no, no. It, we all know it's true. But like I remember, and some of those were, were my college years. Like I remember every E three, like fighting with all I had to be happy for everything we saw, even if it didn't really amount to much
1: <laughs> right right I remember like this thing was like trying to compute it as like a media system like again you can incorporate with your TV like, watch TV use it as a control I remember that advertisement and like I mean sure it's a gimmick fine incorporate with TV and you basically your Wii U gamepad is a secondary screen so in case they wild watch TV you have the gamepad at least fine I mean that, that was useful I, I I like that thing but aside from that is like what's really pushing us for it? i mean again i still remember back when they were advertising trying to bring in mass effect trying to bring in like a black flag on the wii u like other third-party titles and i was like sure i mean the only thing i also remember was like rayman uh, legends and okay. that that it was pretty pretty good and that but is then that one multi-platform So yeah yeah one multi-platform <laughs> brain, <it just> came <laughs> to switch like, yeah and
0: remember that that was when um uh the wii u era is when we got bayonetta and i'm like yeah yeah we got bayonetta
1: right it got bayonetta 2 it it was the only system that had bayonetta 2 for the time
0: yeah and and, platinum was trying to do a lot of things with you know that and wonderful 101 and uh (coughs) sorry it just it felt hard to be a nintendo fan then, because it was clearly one of the low, no, again the 3ds did fine. Like that was never an issue. It, it outsold the PS Vita by like 10, hundreds, like,
1: thousands, tenfolds, <laughs> hundredfolds. Yeah, it, it really did. It,
0: it really did. I mean, the, the PlayStation didn't stand a chance. But but that know, was then, also
3: PlayStation's fault for not caring. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I legit. I don't know
0: if I ever told the story, but uh, I legit hot, applied to be a a marketing person for the PS Vita. And there, oh. was, there was an opportunity in Chicago when I was in college, and I applied, and I had, and I even had a a slogan for them to use because I heard that PS Vita was a a, a spin on the word for life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. my idea was the slogan "Life just keeps getting better," and I was like, you can use that, like you know, keep saying like you know, each game will make your life better because you're playing all these awesome titles on the Vita. I didn't get the job, obviously. But, and obviously, if I did, they would have outsold Nintendo. That's just a fact. (laughs) fact.
3: Clearly. Clearly, (laughs) Clearly it would be a whole different timeline if that was the case. (laughs) Uh,
0: You could outsell Nintendo, of course. But, uh, but it was just so. But when you look at the 3DS sales versus the DS sales, it's not even close. It's like half, like less than half of what they sold. Yeah. I just, I remember like every Nintendo Direct and every, uh, e3 presentation i was just like come on nintendo let us be the one where we just like blow everyone away and and they did some really weird things out there remember the the wii u vitality sensor oh (laughs) jeez god bless you mr mr iwata but like no no. and great. Was it as bad as Pokemon Sleep? Probably not. But <laughs> no, but <laughs> Probably not. But like, it's still
3: on the level somewhere. <laughs> yeah, and,
0: and we never saw it again. It's like it's like please understand. This thing sucks, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh I, I remember trying so hard and we had those moments. We had like the moments like when a uh, Kidaker's Uprising came around and everyone was happy about that. Or when Mr. Iwata came out and just said with no footage, Hey, we're we're developing the next Smash Brothers game for Wii U. And 3ds, and that was huge.
2: Mm-hmm,
0: that was mm-hmm. the first handheld Smash Brothers game. Um, you know, it had moments, but it was just so hard being a fan during that era. And uh, Will, you'll remember this: one year uh, of our podcast, we were doing Game of the Year awards. And I gave my game of the year to Shantae Half-Genie Hero.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how remember.
0: bad Nintendo that did that. A forward Kickstarter game was
2: the best game <laughs> on Wii U that year. That, my, that is, In my opinion. <laughs> and it was a really great game, don't get me wrong. That was a 4.5 yeah. out of 5, ladies and gentlemen. I remember. That
0: was a 4.5 out of 5. <laughs> so, it was just... And I know that's such a sad memory, but... Like I remember trying so hard, cause I was such a die-hard. I still am, but like I die-hard Nintendo fanboy, and like I just remember like pushing so hard, fighting for the honor
1: of Nintendo when it just it wasn't really it was hard to defend it it was just hard hard to defend it just because like again it wasn't anything we're going to eat with the wii u like sure they have some good exclusive like the like zombie u uh chronicles x i mean those things those and of course banner 2 and like those things speak for itself and that that was great and of course naturally the the, the popularity of beavers that thing carried a lot Oh, uh, yeah. oh me- memories for the our community and all that, and of course, naturally the eShop with its theme song like, oh yeah, cheery <laughs> tunes. Like I enjoyed the theme song. Like yeah, the the Wii and um, you could Ninja- buy eShop music. It was great. <laughs> yes, like we the back in the Wii, we had like a, a theme song. Great, Wii you e- e- Nintendo Shop. Great, you had music and like and also like kind of a slight tangent like apparently like in the prototype version of the switch apparently it was supposed to have a theme and mu- music in the sh- in the shop apparently in the prototype version but i don't know what happened to it uh, apparently but yeah just Aside from those exclusive, there really wasn't anything else. Uh, it doesn't really help. We're going to like, there was like plenty of shovelware in the Wii U, I mean, Wii and Wii U library, just yeah. like, it, it, we didn't really help, like really push the system. Like, again, there wasn't that ki- die hard software that you, that, that forces you to have, um, a Wii U, aside from like, yes, unfortunately it was st- with Star Fox Scar, yes, uh, Star Fox Zero, or like, Pigment three or like all of the sort, like sure those great were were nice, but is not like the killer app that you need to get for wii u i mean and now with the wii, the wii u the, the shop's closing like now it's even more imperative like the only thing you can get on wii u is like for example like the, the twilight uh princess hd which with the with the, is the only way you can actually upgrade your amiibo your double Link amiibo uh to actually and then play it in in breath of the wild that's the only way to actually level up it so yeah that's you can play Twilight Princess there, and of course, naturally of, of Zelda HD Winway um, remake on, on the thing. So I, I've heard great things about it. I mean, I, I finished the GameCube version, but if you want to play the the most top the modern version right now, uh, Wind waker HD is the only way to play on Wii U, and that thing's gonna close that in, three, in four in, in due time. So yeah, just it, I wanted the fantasy, and the only thing, <laughs> like personally for me, the only thing that warrants me to get a Wii U wasn't the Xenoblade Chronicles X. And because like one mechas, Xenoblade, all that everybody was like, <laughs> like heck, Chucklecomer is basically pulling away for like marketing for this game because like it's Xenoblade like, Chronicles. And again, a Mecca. Who doesn't like Me- Meccas? Like you basically Meccas license. <laughs> get get your license to to pilot a Mecca. I mean, what other game does that besides like I like other Zone of the or something that sort. But I digress. But yeah, like is to to now think that this. This uh, part of the Nintendo library, this of systems, is now going to be more or less defunct, and you can't even play these games ever again unless you want to go for eBay and pay ridiculous amount of prices for for physical copies. Is yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, yeah. But don't yeah. feed into the scalpers. I mean, maybe in the future they will re-release it. Maybe in the future, they very really uh, iffy. That. Maybe. <laughs>
3: And but uh, I, yeah,
1: hope. I hope, but again, hard, maybe. And that's only depending on Nintendo's good graces if they want to bless us.
3: Yes. I will say the most time that I spent on games in the Wii U period was probably with Hyrule Warriors.
2: I played that game <laughs> oh, so yeah. much. Oh, uh, yeah, the original Hyrule Warriors, <laughs> yes, yes.
0: That, that was certainly a title.
1: <laughs> I mean, yes, it was <laughs> out there. I pretty much wanted to... Like, I would argue, yeah, the, because again, Koi well, and you know how heavy they are. And the fact that I think this is probably the most fan service Zelda game ever. I, I oh, feel like, yeah. again, see yeah, and all that, sure, 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 and all that. Of course, even with like the DLC, uh, with uh, like where it was, of course, a Midna Twilight Princess form is just like, yeah, I, that was a banger <laughs> of anything else. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> so I'm so glad so cool.
3: that it did happen because they had a made omega force and nintendo have a strong enough relationship for them to keep making more warriors games <laughs>
1: right 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 and, uh, but where's yeah. the
3: xenoblade warriors don't don't
2: Warriors. i
0: mean i think that would be too much of a difference i mean eh, who knows i mean they they did fireman warriors and it's all in high warriors, so you never know uh i i want to note that the reason i'm, I'm kind of ragging a little bit on the original game was that Age of Calamity is just so much better. It, it is! Again, it very heavy
1: story based. Yeah, yeah.
0: I'm just saying, the, the main antagonist of the original Hyrule Warriors is literally a Link fangirl who is how do I say this gently? <laughs> <Blushed> <laughs> and has her uh, abode decorated in various pictures of Link Basically, a, she's a
1: total family. yandere She's a total yandere
0: Yeah. So, it's just like I remember that they like I mean the,
1: the boys, like, Whoa
0: No, it's just the villains as a whole were like they, they, they honestly looked like almost too anime especially in
3: the main with her, with her big Yeah, big... Omega Force was going through a phase if you play like Dinosaur Warrior 6 was one of the Warriors games that released around the same time as that.
2: Oh, and yeah,
1: was, uh, I remember that. It I mean, was also very just...
3: anime-esque. Yes,
1: yes. Actually, I, 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 think, well, I think I was the one who actually was responsible to review the game on, on the, the site when it originally came out. And yeah, it was it <laughs> it was, it was something. I mean, I personally enjoyed it. Again, who doesn't like good fan service? Well, what yeah. of us. a yeah, lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it was definitely quite quite a time when like yeah nintendo allowing a third a third party to handle that ip and yeah high rewards is definitely quite something yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
0: uh i just I, like i loved the game well first of all that was also a game that did multiverse before like everybody else uh <laughs> it did it did it did it, did. it, it did. did and i got to play midna like you know the true greatest gal uh zelda <laughs> sorry zelda uh
1: true twilight princess
3: no
0: yeah, like, i'm sorry her her ending scene is like yes I it was like saves for up.
1: everyone including myself i agree i, I agree
0: Got teared up but uh like i got to play as her you know fee was back and even rudo and all the and all the others it was just like a great time like i didn't mind the gameplay and i like the idea of just like going postal on all these you know uh uh, got goblins go- and goblins and all of them and it w- that was fun but then like there's a point where the g- the game literally says that link gets cocky
1: yeah at that point like <laughs> uh, apparently Hubris got the link huh
0: yeah and then he plays Ganon and like just like wipe out a whole bunch of people. and just like sure, let's be the bad guy. Why not? Let's have some fun. So.
1: <laughs> and yeah, like well, I, yeah, that part of the story, like sure, it was kind of strange to see Link actually getting hubris. And of course, like the um, the maps, the, the vet maps, those things, like the that like the extra challenge maps. Again, if you've seen Gerard complete his co- com- episode of that game, it is a nightmare to it complete. It is
3: a nightmare, but it is fun. But it is a
1: nightmare. <laughs> if you want to complete a game, you won't run out of content, sure. But it is a nightmare to complete yeah So uh, yeah like though like though that yeah Harry words that was just i mean i'm glad it i uh, get, get a re-release on switch but to think it would it would not be is so, like yeah that would have been something and of course like yeah also one thing we gotta i, I feel like should mention is because like remember the time when when the original Wii, uh released it the original Metroid Prime trilogies like yeah we had corruption and then they re-released it only on the wii u and there was like the collection and people were basically scounging like uh for for the original uh, collection the the three main games, and it, the only way you actually could get it on like a fairly good price not, not that's not physical was on the eShop. I, I remember that time period and like yeah, if you want to get something like uh on a bargain without paying scalp prices, that was the only way to get uh, Metro Prime uh the, the the trilogy of Metro Prime, until yeah. like they released it uh, later on in the Switch. I mean the, the two games not yet, but you get away you get what I mean.
0: So what about, you, what about you guys? Like what's, what would you say is like your happiest Wii U or
2: 3DS memory?
1: Oh man. Like if anything like, yeah, 3D, Super Mario 3D World is definitely one of those memories because again, Mario in, in that realm. And of course, cat Mario was like absolutely <laughs> fun. I, I still love like actually going for completionist on it and like sure it's a, a side scroller but yeah 3d world is just absolutely so much fun and of course naturally seeing the big chronicles x was like a game one of the games i actually completed for, <laughs> like basically complete. i didn't go for the post game content but like yeah just seeing the comp like exploring neo los angeles seeing the world piloting your mechs and yeah just knowing the cast members around you it is like <laughs> those were the good times so like i, I remember and of course naturally and of course the uh, the many hours i spent in splatoon one is like <laughs> that yeah that's how i became the splatoon fan that i am it just like that that's the series <laughs> it, it began on the wii u splatoon the Splatoon series. Yeah, those were my guns I'd say are.
3: the game that I probably played the most of all of my games that I had for both systems would probably have been Kingdom Hearts Dream Drops Distance. Ah. I didn't like the story of Dream Drop Distance, but I love the gameplay. The flow motion yeah. and collecting the creatures and the dream eaters. It was just amazing. Oh, also, the, yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Also, The World Ends With You. Was and
3: yes, there was the world ends with you I love that. features on there, which was great. <laughs>
0: yeah, that was, that, was, that was a lot of Dream Top Distance is great. I agree, the story was at that point in time, they were just like spinning their wheels, <laughs> like, it was it was so much. And then I, I honestly could not beat the game, there was like a boss I just couldn't defeat, which is a recurring theme with me in Kingdom Hearts. But <laughs> it there, happens, it happens <laughs> like the Riku boss fight, the Hollow Bastion, and the oh, original. that I, was so I, rough. I literally stopped playing waited six months, started the whole game over again, and then found out about the Ragnarok move, which I do not remember getting in the first place. <laughs> and only after that was I able to
2: progress. So, you know, it, it was a process. It was a
3: process. Yeah, I grinded so much in the first Kingdom Hearts to get past that Riku fight. I was, like, almost level 70 by the time I finally beat him. Yeah, and then mean... the rest of the fights were just cake. <laughs>
2: so...
3: Yeah. Right,
1: right, right. Like, I, yeah, that's kind of actually my level of behavior with Kingdom Hearts 3, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. Uh, but and yeah like other memories i mean especially off of the 3ds library i mean i was a late adopter in the 3ds but I, again I, I got in with a Fire Emblem awakening and i have played a, a, a good chunk of it and yeah Fire Emblem was great and then i just continued getting uh, echoes and then of course naturally with the other games uh and of course per, personally for me the only thing that actually got me to get like that limited edition 3ds excel was persona q, persona q with that <laughs> that that, that that Grimoire, that was a perfect uh, limited edition three D 3D, three SXL, and then of course, naturally Persona Q two, bringing like my my love for Persona is like yeah, bringing the cascade. like that was <laughs> fan material right there, and of course, with, uh, of course, Shimagami Tensei wise, Shimagami Tensei four and Apocalypse is just like yeah, Apocalypse is fantastic, <laughs> arguably one of like the great game Shimagami Tensei's out there aside from like Shimagami Tensei three, it's yeah. just like yeah, it is peak, it is peak.
0: I will always remember when they brought uh, Majora's Mask to the 3DS. Right, right, um, right. I they had that special epic Majora, yada yada.
1: Golden 3DS Golden XL. 3DS, if I, were it. I
0: was I liked my 3DS, but that was like the 3DS XL, and I was not gonna buy it. So I literally had Keith ask Nintendo if they would send us a uh, quote unquote review copy. Of the Majora's Mask studio, I review you in it, basically. <laughs> I was, I, I was like, I gotta shoot my shot, right? And sadly, they did reply. They did reply and said that they were not giving away copies of that, or if they did, they only had like a few to give away, and we couldn't get it. But I was like, oh, was,
1: cause <laughs> you gotta be a so media
2: cool. influencer.
1: <laughs>
0: I totally would have had that, and I would have enjoyed it, but sadly, it was not to be. Oh well. So, like, like they say, you, you miss 100 percent of the shots, you don't shoot. So. Or don't take or whatever. So <laughs> Yeah.
1: it's Yeah, and I remember yeah, I remember that of that uh E3 presentation when they announced the Majora's Mask 3D is like, wow, yeah, finally Majora's Mask is finally coming out of the <laughs> n four day sixty four yeah system.
3: Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> love uh, Majora's Mask. Though they did some wonky edits with the three D S version.
0: I'm sure. I, I I I yeah, I got the three DS version just because I wanted to play it again but and I, I do remember beating it.
1: Mm-mm-mm. And, yeah, as well, like, the, the ad game, yeah, I know a lot of people really was clamoring to get that. And, of course, that, including, uh, like, um, if I remember correctly as well, like, the original Xenoblade also, but like, oh, when like. got yeah, re-released. Oh,
3: yeah. It got re-released let's, on the 3DS. Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> because <laughs> that
0: was a big deal, and they even made the 3DS excel so that it could handle it, but that was also the start of the whole you can only play certain games on the 3DS XL and versus the original ones, which is why I didn't get Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. Uh, and it's good because it worked okay on the 3DS.
2: But it's
1: not like the Wii or even the Wii U. No. <laughs>
3: no. And, that's, and that's
0: why we got the true version, the definitive edition on the Switch, and that sold over a million copies. So, yep. so that that was definitely a case of Nintendo like trying a little too hard instead of just like waiting for the right opportunity because yeah, you know, like I still remember people saying like, you know, it works but doesn't exactly look good. And, and then you, get, can it,
2: yeah, you can play <laughs> it, quote unquote. Right. <laughs> right. They
0: did that same, They did that too with uh,
2: Hyrule Warriors.
3: So yeah, Hyrule Warriors did the same did thing, and good. Fire Emblem Warriors. Yeah, and that did. That
1: it did, struggled. Really it struggled
3: a lot, but they had like a 3ds exclusive character. <laughs> uh, I, I, I think, think was, it was Linkle at the time. Oh God, yes,
1: Linkle. <laughs> Linkle. Uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> so it was it was interesting i'm glad that they uh brought it brought Linkle to the switch because i don't think i'd wanted to play it on the 3ds just for lincoln
1: <laughs> yeah 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 and i like just as well like during that time period like, when they try like really cross more or less it'll force you to buy both systems just to, like get exclusive like for example in smash bros wii u with 3ds like you had to get that to get Mewtwo. to oh yeah the other day. i
3: forgot about that I, it,
0: I was i was one of the people who did not get their code. And I had to I remember having to call in to the Nintendo offices and they go, Yeah, can I can help you is like, I'm sorry, I didn't get my Mewtwo code and he goes, I'm sorry about that. Let me look up your name and sure enough, my name was on the list and he goes, I'm sorry, it must have just not gotten sent and he sent me the email and I got Mewtwo. Did I play as Mewtwo a lot? Heck
2: no. <laughs> no, but I had him. But hey, I needed him yes,
1: I for completionist <laughs> sake and <laughs> now you're getting all any yeah, content uh for Smash Bros. three D S. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So and like, oh, that, that was another positive. I remember when they did the demo for Smash Brothers on the 3DS, and we could only play as like five characters, but I didn't care, because one of those characters was Mega Man. Uh,
2: yeah, 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 I remember. <laughs> I
0: remember. playing that demo for so dang long until the, the game finally came out, on, and I got both the Wii U and the 3DS version, and I played them both pretty equally for a while, especially since I could take the 3DS one on the go. And I love, and like, I know it doesn't get as much love because it was on you know the Wii U and the 3DS, but there was a lot of cool things about that game. And like, I remember each one had like their special modes that you could do, like the items mode and how uh, yeah. the, the main campaign and all that. I
3: really right, like right. the 3DS mode where like you'd get items to increase your stats yeah. to like you yeah, the like very end. Chris, that was really cool. Yeah, yeah, I like it.
0: And the 3DS one ran well.
3: It like, did. You know, it ran really well. Yeah. Surprising, yeah. considering uh. The other titles they tried to bring from the
2: wii u yep.
0: <laughs> but like i i if, to wrap this up we we, we were we were always going to make fun of the wii u because it was the, one of the greatest misses that nintendo ever had the 3ds was fine it was a success it had lots of great games that it should be remembered fondly but it will also be one that what you know came after the ds and didn't do as well but these are important things because they are part of the history of nintendo and obviously, Nintendo bounced back huge because it took what it learned from both of those and made the Switch, which is now the third best-selling system of all freaking time. Suck it, PS4. Uh, <laughs> and ho- and hopefully PS5. I don't want the PS5 to be the Switch. Um, I don't think it will. <laughs> just, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't jinx it. Ever since they hit their major production ramp-up, they've been selling them like hotcakes. So, yeah, it's true. I'm just saying. Give it enough time, you never know.
3: But mm-hmm. they've,
0: learned, they've learned so much. and they're like, Okay, we made a mistake. But they took things like the the extendable controller for the Wii U and like playing everything on the handheld. That was the basis for the Switch. Without the Wii U, we would not have had the Switch. That's just the truth.
2: <laughs> and
0: we should be grateful for that. And without the Wii U, we would not have gotten Splatoon. And Xenoblade would not have continued on and so many other games like Hyrule warriors that, that was born
1: on the wii u i mean heck from me- even like like as as earlier metroid heck even like I-, I argue we're going to uh fatal frame i know Fatal frame right. made of black water I- like metroid yeah
0: I- uh other not- m was Wii. Yeah, mean,
1: yeah other m talk about Federation <laughs> <laughs> right 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 yes. but again like the fact that you could play the original a metro prime trilogy that- on the Wii U, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, fine. I'm specific, yeah, uh, yeah, and and even more like yeah, from the Wii U, and as well like of course like 3DS exclusive, like I don't know, uh, Doctor Luigi, as well, including your favorite of uh, Phoenix Wright Dual Destinies. Yeah, I mean, my brother basically bought a 3DS XL to play Dual Destinies. and <laughs> Yeah, just yeah, to, to, like as you said, uh, Todd, the, the, this the Wii U 3DS era was definitely a, a time. An interesting time on Nintendo, I, and the fact that they came from that period to what we have now is just like, yeah, history. Like Nintendo's history is just—it it was crazy. It was crazy.
0: That's another thing we forgot to mention was the year of Luigi.
1: <laughs> right when we were promoted that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, granted, you could argue he probably should have gotten a year that wasn't on the Wii U, but <laughs> you know, take what you can get. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying and you know the love for luigi eventually carried on to luigi's mansion 3 on the switch which was the best selling of the franchise so Mm -hmm. a lot of things that the wii u and the 3ds did Mm -hmm. led into the success of the switch and so sometimes you have to stumble so you can stand straight up and you know succeed so i'm sure that kind of sounded inspiring i'm sure (laughs) but with that we are ending this episode of the nintendo podcast what are your favorite memories or least favorite memories of the Wii U and the 3DS? Are you going to try and get some of these games before uh, the eShop closes? You only have a few days left, so don't dilly or dally.
1: Yep. Yeah, again, the final closing date is March twenty-seventh. So yes, you only got less than four days. I'm <laughs> recording.
0: Yes. And also tell us what you think of the Fire Emblem Engage Fell Xenologue trailer that we got. Are you going to get it? Are you at PAX East or are you going to go to PAX East this weekend? And if so, what are you going to try out there? Uh, Are you sad about the ending of Ash and Pikachu about to happen in Japan? And most importantly of all, and we do need you to be honest here, did playing Bayonetta Origins want you you to have a baby? (laughs) Player, I'm not just talking to our numerous, numerous Japanese listeners out there. Uh, this is a worldwide question. Did you play the game and think, honey, we should have a baby because of Soresa? If so, do let us know so we can send word to Kamiya, because I'm sure he'll appreciate it.
1: I can't send it. I'm blocked.
0: That's <laughs> true. You are. <laughs> well, see, and you thought Kamiya didn't have taste. Moving on. So... Uh, let us know in the comments below. So, for Skull Kid Scott, Falcon Faith, and Warrior Will, I try for first time. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not allies. We have made to the end of the level, but we have not made babies yet. So, raise the flag.